0: Seated. Talked this morning about ascending, climbing. Can <coughs> use it as an additional metaphor of the three rooms, <coughs> excuse me, that sense of. Getting into the presence of the Lord, and David wrote before they built the new, the first temple, Psalms the twenty-fourth chapter. It's a psalm that we, you know, we always read the twenty-third psalm, "The Lord is my shepherd." But Psalms 24, he asked a question in, he said, who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord or who shall stand in the holy place? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart and hath not lifted up his soul to vanity, nor sworn deceitful. He shall receive the blessing from the Lord and the righteousness from the God of salvation, his salvation. Then he said these words, this is the generation. This is the generation of them that seek him that seek thy face o jacob lift up your heads o ye gates and lift up your everlasting doors and the king of glory shall come in who is the king of glory the lord strong and mighty the lord mighty in battle lift up your heads o ye gates even lift them up ye everlasting doors and the king of glory shall come in who is the king of glory the lord of hosts he he is the king of glory so he's talking about this ascending and we we talk today and and it, it does give you a different perspective of what's going on in fact uh, when you study the book of Revelation and we all, have heard of Revelation and we've seen talk and heard talk of Armageddon and the annihilation and a, a star falling from heaven named Wormwood and, uh, you know, all these things that are happening and we hear all of that. Before it all, before John saw all of that. You know what happened in Revelation, the fourth chapter and the first verse? We often liken this into a type of the rapture. He said a door was opened in heaven and a voice uh, sounded like a trumpet and it said, come up higher and I will show you the things which have to be hereafter. John saw what was happening from the perspective of heaven. You know why that's important? He saw what was going on on earth and he saw what was going on on heaven. He saw what was going on earth and he saw what was going on heaven. If you're not careful, the enemy will try to get your vision only earthbound. Okay. Temporary. Well, what can I do about this? Well, what can I have about that? Well, And it's not an eternal, long-term Vision, you know, it's about, well, I want this and I need that and I want to be this and I want to feel that and I want this. And I forget. I've been called out of darkness so that I could show forth the praises. One of these days, this world is not my home. I'm just passing through. I don't know what's going on, but I know one thing. My treasure is not here. My treasure is over there. I'm doing everything I... Yes, amen. If you don't maintain an ascended viewpoint before long, you know, you can get overwhelmed. And I... I realize, uh, you know, and I, I made mention when I was talking about the mercy seat and getting hundredfold and getting in the presence of the Lord that it's not easy and, and it almost impossible to live there, to stay there. The best we can do is go there and come back down and go there and come back down. And and, and the Lord was, was clear about this. In fact, I was, was reading... Um, through Matthew the seventeenth chapter, because it's when the Lord takes Peter, James, and John up to what's commonly called the Mount of Transfigurations. Anybody remember that? If you don't, you can turn there in in Matthew, the 17th chapter, and you can read it. And and he says, he takes Peter, James, and John and brings them to a high mountain apart. Now, again, you know, working hard, struggling, getting up there, oh, it's not easy. And and I, I realize, you know what? It's a whole lot easier to go with the And how does water flow? Huh? Well, I just kind of go with whatever I'm feeling. Go with the flow. You know, I don't feel I just kind of feel it's good, Pastor. Or am I gonna ascend? into the presence of God? Am I just gonna flow with it? Oh, let's just flow with it. Let's just, huh? I just, and the more you flow with it, the more you end up downhill. It, well, I'm just kind of letting it, whatever. I just kind of letting it flow. Pour that water out on the continental divide. Half of the water goes to the Atlantic, the other goes to the Pacific. It just keeps flowing, folks. But you know what? Thank the Lord I didn't have to walk to get up there. I drove by it in a bus. Because I huff and puff enough on my little mole hill. I can't imagine having to climb you know if you're going to see that lake the only way to see it is to either drive or hike or some way to get way up high when you see it at the uh, but the water guess what it just keeps flowing downhill now the key was that the bible talks about in Matthew the 17th chapter and i think it's in the second verse I didn't even put it on the slide, but it says he was transfigured. Everybody say transfigured. Transfigured. Now, if you have blueletterbible.com, uh, that's the cheater's way of avoiding getting your Strong's dictionary out. I used to have, I still have my Strong's Concordance where you go and look up the word, find the number, then go back to the back where Strong's is and tells you the Greek meaning of that word. It That word in the Strong's is like, like that word that we talk about metamorpho or metamorphos. It was like changing to a butterfly. That's the very same word used in Romans the set 12th chapter and the second verse where it says let, let me read you the first verse where, where and, and you will remember Romans 12 and 1. I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto God which is your reasonable service and be not conformed to this world but be ye transfigured transformed metamorphosis the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. What are you saying? You will not metamorphose or transfigure going with the flow at the bottom of the mountain. The only place when the Bible talks about when we get into his, into his presence and we look at him face to face, we are changed from... That doesn't happen at the bottom of the hill. You don't get to just, well, one day I'm gonna wake up. You know, I, I just feel like, you know, the Lord gave me the Holy Ghost. One day I'm just gonna wake up and I'm gonna be... I'm not gonna have these habits anymore. And I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna be off track anymore. And I'm just gonna be, I'm gonna do what's right. One of these days it's just gonna be praying. Oh, now you are changed. I'm sorry, you are gonna remain a struggling Christian all your life. If you are waiting for some magical moment that's going to hit you in the head or you are going to say, I'm going to get into his presence every chance, every time the door, I'm going to worship, I'm going to pray, I'm going to be in the prayer room, I'm going to sing a song, I'm going to get up in the morning, I'm going to read the word. Huh? This is not something that just magically happens. A lot of people just think, well, the Holy Ghost will do it. (laughs) It is, have you climbed today? Have you been struggling? (laughs) Have you been putting one foot in front of the other? You say, oh, pastor, I just saw so hard. Why is it so hard? It's because I'm working to climb. Who shall ascend into the holy hill of the Lord? It, and yet the Lord doesn't want you just to stay there, but he's got to have somebody that's willing to get into that metamorphosis, that's transfiguration, to bring something down to somebody else. If you read it very carefully, when they got up there, Peter's response was, this is awesome. We have a great service. And everybody goes, oh, it's fabulous. I wish I could stay right there. He wants you to get there, get transfigured, and then come back down. Then go back up when you start feeling, huh? and come back down, and then go back up. How else are you going to, what do you, you, remember what Simon Peter said? It is good that we should be here. In fact, let's build three tabernacles up here, and we'll just all stay up here and worship all the time. And, and there have been times that i thought, man, I just wish I could just stay in church all the time. Huh? just worship, clap, pray. Anybody? Maybe, I don't want to ask y'all to raise your hand. Wouldn't that be just awesome? You know? I, uh, NAYC, man, 30,000, 35,000 kids pray. I just, we just do this 24-7. Awesome! Huh? Unfortunately, the Lord said no. And do you know what happened when they, when they stepped down off the mountain? You remember? A guy comes to him and says, a father, and he says, I've got a lunatic for a son, which means touched in the head. Loon, lunar, moon. He's cutting himself, throwing himself in the fire, trying to harm himself. And your disciples anything. And the Lord says, you know, he rebukes the devil and then he says these kind come out except by what? Prayer and fasting. And and so You know, this Romans, the 12th chapter, where he said, be ye transformed, later on in the 16th verse of that same chapter, he says, it's a a powerful verse because it goes like this. It says, be of the same mind one toward another, mind not high things, but condescend to men of low estate. Be not wise in your own conceit, Now, what that means, and you read it in the Amplified, it says, live in harmony with one another. Don't be haughty and as snobbish, high-minded, exclusive, but readily adjust yourself to people and things and give yourself to humble tasks. Never overestimate yourself or be wise in your own conceits. In other words, uh, we have to, as my wife was saying earlier, we have to realize I need the mercy seat as much as everybody else. Thank God I I know how to climb up and get it run into his presence. (laughs) And and you know, you can always find a ship going the other direction, folks. Jonah, you remember? Lord says, Jonah, I want you to go and tell the Assyrians that live in Nineveh to repent. And what did Jonah say? Oh, no. Yep. And do you know what? The Bible is very clear when you read the book of Jonah. He went down to Joppa. And he found a boat. He went down to Joppa. When you avoid climbing the mountain yes. into the presence of the Lord, I'm going to tell you, your life is headed in a downward trajectory It doesn't happen maybe the first week it doesn't happen the second day but it is not going to end up on the mountain in the mountain is where the presence of the Lord is and it's a struggle to get there it's a struggle to you know it it it, it requires us you know okay got to put one foot and, and I I don't know you you've never Some of you've never seen where I live. Like I said, I don't live in a high place. I, I live in a very low place. But, but I want to tell you at times whenever I'm walking that tiny little hill, you know what I have to think? I have to think. Oh, put one foot in front of the other. All right, just it's just I'm all right. I've made it around the curve. There's a curve that'll get you every time, boy. When you come around, boy, then it's like okay, I'm halfway there. I've got one telephone pole. I got one power pole. Now I've got another I, That's just me. All right. Now I can see the front door real clear. What are you saying? I, I'm saying that in this hour, Lord help us. When you you read what James and John and Simon Peter When they came down, they wrote books. uh, James wrote about faith. Simon Peter wrote about hope in God. And then John wrote about the love of God. They came and they brought down the fruit of the Spirit. They brought down, if you were, the writings of what the Lord had done for them. In fact, the Bible is very clear when we pray. When we pray, he says, Forgive us our debts as we, what? Colossians the 3rd chapter I'll read it then I read it in the, I'll read it in the amplified Colossians the 3rd chapter first verse If you have been raised notice that verse raised with Christ to a new life thus sharing his resurrection from the dead aim at and seek the rich eternal treasures that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind and keep them on things that are above, the higher things, and the not on the things that are on the earth. For as far as this world is concerned, you have died and your new life is hidden with Christ in God, when Christ who is our life shall appear, we shall appear with him. Paul wrote to the Corinthians. He said, you bear two images. One is earthly and one is spiritual. And it's up to you which one you're going to look more like. Are you going to look like the image of the earthly? Or are you going to climb up every day and get into the presence and ascend? David said, who can go there? That, why, why do we try to, you know, clean hands, pure heart? Because let me tell you, we've got a world now, and I am saying this, and I know it's just us. Uh, we've got people watching online, but not very many probably, and it's okay if they are. We've got a world now that wants you to tell them everything they do is Okay. all okay. You have that feeling. Well, it's okay. You have that thought. Well, it's okay. Whatever you wanted, it's okay. It's all okay. But somebody—and I—I am thankful for our young people that were in the prayer room this morning. I—I I observed. I—I I want. There's going to be a generation. That is going to say, I am going to make the journey into the presence of the Lord. Every day, every week, every month, I'm going to struggle through it. Oh, I I just, I'm going to go with the flow. You, You don't understand. I just, you know, I kind of have this urge and I just... It's okay, Pastor. Tell me it's all right. Tell me what I'm feeling or doing. I I don't want to have to fight against that. I don't want to struggle. I don't want to have to be in the prayer room praying, God, break every chain, set me free, deliver me. I just want to if I want to fall down and roll in the fire, I want everybody just to say, well, that's just the way He is. Pray, fast, struggle, climb. I thought this was supposed to be easy. I said it this morning. If you live for God easy, it's gonna be hard. But if you every day get up, say, I'm gonna read a verse, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna say prayer. I'm gonna take five minutes. I'm gonna ask God to help. I'm gonna ask God to cleanse my mind, touch my heart. I'm gonna, well, I know uh, they used to do all of that, but. I, you got to understand, I'm too busy. Put your phone on. Let it read them. Start with the Songs of Ascent 120 through 134. It's just three, five, eight verses. Most of them are super short. I've taught on them. I'll be glad to teach again on Wednesdays or something about them. But it, it, it's basically putting one foot in front of the other. I'm going to keep climbing. I'm going to keep climbing. I'm gonna keep climbing. I, I'm gonna get in his presence. It's easy just to come and you know we we know how to go woo. But it's that daily grind. Grabbing the walking stick and say, I'm gonna put another foot in front of the other. And let, and let me tell you, it doesn't. As I told you this morning, I confessed, I can make it from my front door to the gate in four minutes or less. You should see me, Brother Heath. I actually can trot a little bit. One day, I thought, well, maybe it's the way I'm facing, so I turned around and thought I could trot backwards. That didn't last, but about four steps. But it's a struggle if you're gonna make it uphill into his presence. Let's stand, don't forget we have Youth Boosters meeting. Let's just ask the Lord, in fact, let's come. let's come. We're, we're gonna ascend into his presence for a moment.